You're listening to Not the Sermon with Eric and Jamie. Hello, everyone. We're going to start our podcast off this morning with shooting the scuba on, and I'm going to ask Jamie a very direct question. Jamie, why are you embarrassed of me in public? Why am I embarrassed of you in public? Yeah, I was very uh, a little heartbroken the other day when we were at a restaurant. And I was singing a song that must be sung when you hear it come on. And you were like, bro, bro, you're being real. Bro, Because you were, Eric, Eric, (laughs) you were, it was not the song. Yes, it was. No, you were being so loud. How was, I'm not talking any louder. Your volume, your volume was so loud. Phoenix, you were there. It was a little loud. It, I was looking around a little come bit. You on. were talking and singing. I was enjoying it though. I thought it was so loud. It it's wasn't... like it's like you're doing something for your dad and he looks at you <laughs> with disappointment. And I'm just like, I'm I'm being loud. So guys, first off, I'll let you guys be the judge of this. Do you sing or not when this song comes on? Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again. <laughs> Don't make me change my mind. When that comes on. Every person must sing it. That's fine. Sing it, but don't do it at the top of your lungs I wasn't in the middle doing of a it. restaurant. I wasn't doing it at the top of you my lungs. You were far no louder. One, no one was looking, and if they were, they were loving it. Hey, Eric, Poppy is disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not sad. And then to follow that up, we were driving in the vehicle on the way back to the church, and someone like fell asleep at a stoplight and the light was green and they weren't moving. And yeah. I reached to honk Jamie's horn. <laughs> That's right. And he swats my hand away. And he's like, I was going to do it. I was going to do it just a few more seconds. I was going to do it. I was well, like, wow, dude, this is complete and total rejection right now. I I'm, need to work through this. Dude, you're like, you're like the ADHD third grader. I just could not contain <laughs> that day. So, so I think the problem was you. I don't think it was me. I don't fluctuate. Of course you would. <laughs> you're, you're constantly like this. No, no. Here's the thing. I'm I'm not I'm not against honking at someone Let me drink some coffee. sitting through yeah that's what you need. <laughs> I'm not against honking at someone sitting through a green light, but like you got to do the ha huh, ha huh, like you can't do the how do you know ah, how do you know what I was going to do? Because I know what you've been doing that whole day, <laughs> and, and there was there was no question in my I, mind what was about to I happen. I was like I I think Jamie <laughs> doesn't think highly of me anymore. It started at the anymore. Rest- it started at the restaurant. That assumes I thought highly of you to you begin did. with. You did. You did. <laughs> man, I've been told that I'm a good boy. You're um, a good boy. But we're at the restaurant, man, and I just see the shame in his eyes, and the shame made me want to keep doing it. <laughs> you know, and that's the problem with shame and sin, mm. right? When you experience shame, you doesn't doesn't make you want to stop the cycle. Yeah. It makes you want to just like crescendo. <laughs> and so I just belted that song out, and and if I am honest, I believe the people in the restaurant enjoyed it. I think you were the only one not enjoying it. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you need to tell yourself that to to remember that in that way, but let's, yeah, let's everyone stop. was staring. Let's not keep going. I'm speaking. Speaking of being a good boy, yes, yeah, I have yeah. a question for you. Okay, what's going on with your dog? You um, had to leave work yesterday. Yes, to go take care of your dog. I need to know um, what was so important. <laughs> well, um, I so I, yeah, I have a dog that has cost me more money. <laughs> And and ownership than I think any vehicle or any home or anything I've ever had. Um, Old Opie, who's uh, he's about a 90, 95 pound uh, American bulldog, very gorgeous. 
um, was sniffing around and got gorgeous st- as in quotes. Go ahead. No, he's beautiful. He is. He's a beautiful dude. He's got a six pack. What dog do you know has a six pack and enormous biceps <laughs> on his face everywhere? Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> this dude's got six packs on his shins. Um, anyways, yeah. So I, that morning I let him out and he comes back in and it, like a side of his face was kind of swelling. And I was like, oh, yeah, he got stung by something. So I get some like children's Benadryl, which it's not even going to touch it. I've learned. I learned that a dog of his size needs like two whole bottles of Benadryl. Yeah. Or the shot that I ultimately had to pay 120 bucks to give him. Oh, my gosh. Um, So I come back for lunch just to check on him. And he looks like Will Smith from the movie Hitch. (laughs) His eyes are swollen shut. His face looks like two pork chops side by side. He's broken out in hives. (laughs) Oh man. And my other dog's just like looking at him like embarrassed to be around him. <laughs> so your other dog was me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You are my other dog. I have a I have a crate for you at my house. Um uh, yeah. So anyways, had to take him to the vet and you know, uh and then yes, the also had an anniversary too. So I had to spend the anniversary dinner money on getting my dog an epinephrine shot. Mm. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Some anniversary at Mickey D's. No, we had an anniversary at Beefo Brady's. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. And it was uh, like $1 wing night, too. <laughs> dude, it was great. That's it was awesome. so cool. Did dude, you embarrass your wife every, there as well? Every woman's dream. No, no. She, it was her choice. Y'all don't know Sierra. She, <laughs> Beef O'Brady's is her spot. She's like, this is so nice, Eric. Oh, dude, it was cool. We actually ended up getting a, a really cool waitress, and we ended up praying for her, too. It was really, cool. She had heard of our church before. We had helped her mm-hmm. before. Um, and I was like, uh, by the end, she was telling us something was going on in her family. And I was like, but when we were leaving, I was like, you know, I'm a pastor. And she's like, I knew that. Mm. And I'm like, do I just look like a, like a nerd pastor or something? Like, is that (laughs) a good thing? So anyways, we ended up praying, ended up being a great night, but, uh, yeah, we couldn't go eat on the bricks like we wanted to. So, but we weren't mad, dude, because we got some really good food. Question for you. Okay. So. You just got back from where with old Izzy Bug? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went to Disney. You went to Disney. So I, you guys have probably by this point heard about my Disney yeah. experience. I want to know, you sound like you had a much greater time than I did. Bro. Well, the difference is I took an 18-year-old. Yeah. Right? And you took your, your very young daughter. Yeah. Uh, we had a blast. So first of all, I am I am still firmly on Team Universal, um, Universal Studios. I still think Universal is superior to Disney World. But with yeah. that said, I haven't been to Disney in several years, and they have really upped their game. Their their latest rides are now again Universal. The actual thrill rides, roller coasters, which is what I'm there for. Yeah, right? I'm not. I'm not there for it's a small world. I'm not there for you know Tinkerbell or any yeah. of that kind of stuff. I'm not there for the magic. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I hear "When you wish upon a star," like my heart goes, "It's my childhood." Yeah, like I experienced that. But like I'm there for the rides. That's what I'm there for. And so we did a three day domination of Disney. <laughs> uh, so we did Friday was um, Hollywood Studios. A we, travel agent should make that like a package. Like, we, do you want to do the Dis- three day Disney domination tour? Dude, we did. We dominated. We rode every ride. So here's what we did. We stayed at one of the cheaper Disney resorts so we could get there earlier than everyone else. And I figured out the lightning lane passes. I figured all this kind of stuff out. We went from 830 uh, when it opened uh, rode everything we wanted to, went back to the hotel around two, chilled, you know, took about three hours and, and hung out, went back out, did everything again that we wanted what to. What resort did y'all stay at? We stayed at Pop Century. And they have 
the, yeah, the gondolas. gondolas. Yeah, that yes. was really nice. Yeah, that, that was, was if when we go again, we're definitely doing that because I felt like we missed out. <laughs> well, well, the gondolas take you to Epcot and and um, Hollywood Studios. Which, those are the two places if you're an adult. I yes. feel at like Disney that you want to go to. Yes, but I'll tell you, man. Two rides. First of all, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. at at Hollywood Studios was incredible. How'd you like the Star Wars area? Was it? It was oh, pretty it was immersive. It was it? incredibly immersive. Yeah, I, I would say the only one that's more immersive than that is the Avatar area at Animal Kingdom. At Animal Kingdom, yep. um, or at least as immersive, mm-hmm. right? But but the ride, the Avatar ride, is okay. Yeah, the rides are okay. But the the uh, the Rise of the Resistance ride was fantastic now like like the actual thrill ride itself was okay yeah like it was good but the immersive experience and then all of a sudden you know there's stormtroopers everywhere that's what disney does that's why people i mean universal thrill ride thrill ride thrill ride and i'm there for that that's i mean that's it and a lot of people are but but disney's whole thing is bringing you bringing you into the story right like which is did y'all go to the toy story area yeah, yeah. Did you we, ride Slinky Dog. We, do, we rode Slinky, Slinky Dog. Dog's pretty dope. It was it? great. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Dude, that was the one Aubrey like lost her soul on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember which one she lost her mind on. Yeah, it was, it was that Slinky one. Slinky Dog. You yeah. could see that, that was intense. That was yeah. an intense ride for a little for I'm a little kid. Very yeah. surprised that she's tall enough to. <laughs> dude, dude, we go to Slinky Dog. It was one of the ones we hadn't made it to. Yeah, because you couldn't do a lightning pass mm-hmm. for it without paying. I'm not going to pay for that. Yeah, and so it was the end of the park. And it was like 30 minutes before the park closes, and it says 60-minute wait. And I'm like, really? So I walk up. I'm like, are y'all going to – like, am I going to get 30 minutes in the line, and y'all are going to close us down? She's like, no, once you're in line, you're in line. I'm like, okay, 15 minutes. Yeah. They were lying. I mean, yeah. they were just – they didn't want people to get in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're scaring you and off. And that ride, that ride moves quick. I mean, it's pretty like yeah. load up, shoo, yeah, load up, it was shoo, going. load up. Shoo. Now, let me also say this. I have a new favorite ride. Like, what is that? Uh, it's it is the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, ride. Oh, see, that's the one we didn't do, dude. So mad. It's so it it was so popular. Like they still have what they call a virtual queue. You can't stand in line for it. Mm-hmm. You can buy a light. That's like lane. that with Tron too. Yeah, but but it's a virtual queue, and it was incredible. Like yeah. it was because well, that's like my favorite. The original Guardians is my favorite Marvel movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished the newest one. Oh, the third it was one, magnificent. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. I haven't gotten uh, my wife to watch it yet. Why? Why soon. Disney or why Marvel in general didn't like? They're lost in the multiverse now. Yeah, they're lost in the multiverse. It's that, too much. It's too much. It's too much to keep up with. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the last good. It'll be the last good Marvel movie for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, the ride. I mean, the the setup, the the whole, like you said, immersive experience. It wasn't as much as the Star Wars or the yeah. Avatar stuff, but but the immersive experience, um, the the um, the videos that set up the premise of the ride were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews is in yeah, it. Yeah, um, and then all the cast is in it. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, and then the ride itself. Is a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. That's it was cool. really good. Man, I'm so I regret not getting on that. Yeah, one. it's really good. It's, it's it's one of those roller coasters where like you're going in a straight line, but all of a sudden the seats turn to one side, oh. and you're going in a straight line. So now you're going, you're moving sideways. Sideways, yeah. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, I'm glad we had a better time than you. I know. Yeah, we're gonna have to. <laughs> we're working on that one. Yeah, I just didn't have kids. No, I'm just Oh, you just gotta wait till they're a little bit older. Yeah, that's the thing. I look. My parents took me to Disney World when I was four. Allegedly, I don't know. Don't <laughs> I know, <laughs> dude. When we when we got there, we were, we went at our at the resort, and we were just checking out the resort. 
and um, the fireworks were going off uh, mm-hmm. at Epcot, I think, is what yeah. we could hear and kind of see off in the distance. And then there were like three different kids crying in strollers. Mm. And Isaac turned to me and goes, the soundtrack of Disney, Dad. Oh, fireworks and crying babies. Yes. And he's yes. 100%, 100% right. 100% right, dude. The bus, the, the bus rides back are always the worst. Ugh. Like, it's you know, first off, it's public transportation, which the buses at Disney are not bad. But like you're in a bus full of tired, hungry kids, and they're all just yeah, yeah. yeah. bubble wands going off. And dude, you know what drives me crazy? And I shouldn't care about this; it's none of my business. But I'm judging, <laughs> I'm judging people who wear jeans to a Disney park. Oh yeah, like I'm judging. They them don't pretty care hard. about their thighs. I mean, chafing. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are you thinking? And, and I've seen people wearing jeans getting off like a, a ride where you get soaked. Oh, and I'm oh like, I'm wet like, jeans. Like, you guys didn't foresee this? Yeah. Like, I'm seriously judging them. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That's the worst, man. That like wet socks and wet jeans. Ugh, that changes it for me. I wasn't on board with your whole jeans rant until you said that. Yeah. Like oh. wet, je- wet jeans is... Yeah, there's, the there's very few things worse than that. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, even if it's like it's probably going to rain, it's Florida. Yeah. It's probably going to rain in the afternoon. About half the rides have water involved in some way. Yeah. I just, you know, you know, hey, sweat. a pro tip if you want to get on a ride that's like you get, there's a lot of rides where you get a little bit of water. Yeah. I always look at the seat when I'm about to get on and see where the wet spot yeah. is because there's always spots where you don't get most of the water. And yeah. I'm like, hey, baby, you sit right there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I scoot to the dry side. We did that on the frozen ride. Oh yeah, yeah. This is one yeah. of the. Yeah, there's yeah. a little. We water. were in the very front, but we saw on the edges there was some water, so we scooted, scooted in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's so. Funny. I'm not. Get, I'm not. I'm not getting soaked for. Uh, no. For frozen. Yeah. Not. No. Not at all. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and uh, transition into our first segment. Um, we're going to do a little bit of shady theology. Okay. Um, so now we nailed the singing last time. We did, and we need to nail it again. But let me let me explain to our listeners. You guys know that uh, there are shady theology is a segment about um, various beliefs about God, the church, spiritual practice that they sound really good. But they're just a little bit shady. A little bit shady. There's just something about them. Like, there's some truth in it. A little bit also, shady. Yeah. A little bit shady. So, uh, you ready? Let me find the note. Shady. No, whoa, that's really high. Go lower. Go shady. Uh, Is that good? Every time. Every shady. time. <laughs> now I'm just like following the progression. Give me the note. I'm going to buy all a pitch pipe. No, you, you, just, you tell us the note. <clears throat> shady. Are you good? Are you good, Phoenix? You good for the third part? I think so. Okay. Shady theology. <laughs> Whoa, that was a Maybe train I wasn't wreck. ready. <laughs> All right, next time. Oh, All right, wow. anyways, our shady. That was a huge embarrassing fail. Yeah, it's okay. You know, sometimes we win, but, you know, sometimes you lose. I'm not warmed up. Um, maybe God sovereignly chose. I'm just kidding. Oh, um, is that? <laughs> no, that is not our shady theology. That should be one though. But uh, the shady theology for today, uh, we're going to talk about cessationism. Mm. And cessationism is not secessionism, where the states leave the <laughs> union. Cessationism is the belief that the supernatural, just the supernatural spiritual gifts, right? Right. That the supernatural spiritual gifts in the Bible, as described in 1 Corinthians 12 through 14 and other areas as well, are not for today. 
but that they were merely for the apostles in the early church to establish the church, and then God slowly faded them out, and they're no longer needed. Um, and so there are a now, I would say, I would, is there a cessationist denomination? I, I mean, there's some that have the tendency to be that way. I think most Presbyterians. Yeah, Presbyterian, some Baptists. Yeah, some um, Baptists. Um, Baptists are kind of surprising me a little bit because a lot of the ones I'm talking to are like, they're for spiritual gifts, but they're not like openly for them. Bro, I had, I went to a Baptist college and in my New Testament class, uh, the professor asks, he just goes, um, how many people speak in tongues? Just that's how we start. Yeah. Right. And so like, I, I don't, I, I pray in the spirit. I wouldn't say I speak in tongues, but um, I pray, I pray in tongues. And so I, I like raise my hand. There's some rando on the other side of the class and everyone's and staring at us. your wife. No, saying. it wasn't. That would have been awesome. That'd be a great <laughs> story. Y'all met. But my professor then goes, Hey, I believe it's for today. I believe it's for today. I, and I, then he goes, he goes, I would never do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, if it's for today, why would you never do it? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, man. And, but I think it is cool that there are more people, I think now willing to embrace it, but there's still the ones that really plant their flag in cessationism are like, I feel like they're brainwashed, man. I feel like, you know, there's no willingness to be open to the biblical, what I believe is the biblical argument for it. And I don't think cessationism is in scripture anywhere. And the Nowhere. people that that promote it promote it in a very sort of Calvinist sola scriptura, you know, they, all the solas. They use anecdotal evidence. They don't There's, use scripture. They never use scripture. It's just like, well, what if you Well, I was in a meeting and it didn't go right. And so yeah. uh you don't you just don't really see it. It's it's almost always anecdotal evidence. It's not rooted in scripture whatsoever. They'll say there's that passage, I forget where it's in maybe it's in First Corinthians. Yeah, it's first Corinthians fourteen. That when that which is perfect thirteen, when that which is perfect has come, you know, all of these things will cease. But you know, faith, hope, and love will remain. And they'll use that. But what is that which is perfect? It's not the I mean, it's not the Bible. Here's what I say. It I ask when I'm teaching on spiritual gifts. I said, okay, spiritual gifts will pass away. They will. Uh, there's They're no not question. For forever. Right. The question is when, and Scripture clearly says, it's verse 10 of 1 Corinthians 13. It says, when that which is perfect, the New Living Translation says, when the time of perfection comes. Well, no, it says when the King James Bible comes, Jamie, <laughs> all things will pass away. Well, so I ask people, I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. Is life perfect? And the obvious answer is no, life's not perfect. No. Well, guess what? You need spiritual gifts. Exactly. When we're in heaven, we obviously won't need spiritual gifts, but we will still need love. Well, because the spiritual gifts work to undo the kingdom of darkness. That's right. Right. And when you're in heaven, it's been undid. It's it's already been undid. <laughs> right. And so, as long as there is the kingdom of darkness to undo, there right. will need to be tools to undo it with. And that what's so funny is that is the only verse that even remotely comes close to saying that spiritual gifts have passed away, and it actually says the exact opposite. It actually says they will be in operation until that which is perfect has come. And then the next chapter, chapter 14, is spent in detail telling people how to use them correctly, not telling them how to not use them, but telling them how to use them correctly. Well, I, and, and I would ask uh, someone that is, you know, sort of planted in cessationism, do we just, are we done with 1 Corinthians 12 through through 14? Are we done with that? Do we take only verse out? ten? Only only verse eight is the one they the only one that they do. <laughs> and but what? But seriously, what do we do with it? What right. do we do with it? Because 
Um, you know, we, we talk about the difference between prescriptive and descriptive right. use of text all the time. And if you're unfamiliar with that, um, descriptive is when the Bible tells us what happened, right? not what to do. Prescriptive is when the Bible is telling us what to do. First, first and second Corinthians are prescriptive texts. Right. I mean, they're both, it's intermingled in there. But when Paul is Paul is giving he's telling a, us how a to, teaching yeah. on how to do church. He's literally ver, chapter fourteen. So twelve is about spiritual gifts. Thirteen is about love, which is the fuel behind spiritual gifts. Or you're going to do it wrong. And fourteen is very practical advice on how to use spiritual gifts in a church setting. Yeah, and and, and how to have order in the church. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy to me, man. And 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 I don't. To me, like the idea that God his Holy Spirit would give people spiritual gifts and then after a little bit, take them away. Mm -hmm. What kind of person would do that? Yeah. Like what kind of person would say, because gifts are blessings. Gifts are meant to be given away. Why would he say to his children, hey, look, I'm going to have these spiritual gifts and you're going to use them to serve one another until the last apostle dies. And then uh, then you're going to read a book. And that's the idea of (laughs) the last apostle. Right. And then Ephesians 5, Ephesians 5 tells us that God has given the church exactly. apostles, apostles, prophets, prophets teachers, evangelists, evangelists yeah. you know, like, so we're, who's the last apostle? And, and let me, let me, because <laughs> I don't want this to be like a trash on cessationists because, you know, there are some that I, 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 I deeply care about. <laughs> and I, I get it. If you struggle with spiritual gifts, there have there have been abuses yes. as long as there have been spiritual gifts. Yes. Paul addresses them. There's people... You know, operating operating in a gift of spiritual divination yeah. under the guise of being a spiritual gift. Yeah. There's the what the the seven sons of Sceva who mm-hmm. think that they can go out and do the works of of God yeah. without being connected I to cast, God. I cast the demon out in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, and the demon's like, I know Jesus and I know Paul. I don't know Dude, you. That is the, do- that like, is hold the up. one of the dopest lines <laughs> from a demon ever. <laughs> like, hey, demon. I, I know, I know Paul. I know Jesus. <laughs> Who are you? Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a right. demonic mic drop right there. Yeah, dude, that's great. I mean, that devil, that demon was preaching. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, so I get it. There have been abuses, like yes, from the early have. church all the way today. And, and let me charlatans, say, right? Let me, let me put on the pastor hat real quick. And if you're listening to this and there have been abuses, if you've been forced to speak in tongues, if you've been shamed into, you know, receiving a prophecy you know wasn't right, like, I am so sorry. Like, on behalf of, charismatic Pentecostal ministers everywhere. Like genuinely, I am so sorry, but please don't change your theology because people are whack. Yeah, seriously. I was listening to, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Sam Storms. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. He's, I mean, he's really sort of an evangelist in the spiritual gifts sense yeah. to like the cessationist community. Because and he he's, says he's a Calvinist. He's he's reformed. Yeah, he's, he's a complementarian. Yep. You know, he, he follows very... Uh, you know, like sort of Presbyterian Baptist mm-hmm. church, traditional church practice, yeah. but he incorporates spiritual gifts into their services. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I was listening to a pod, an Acts 29 network podcast, which is a church planning network. Um, and that's what he was talking about. He's like, many ministers, even the ones that say they are for spiritual gifts, don't incorporate them. <laughs> you okay over there? Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. is dropping stuff. Um, don't incorporate them into their services. And so yeah. and he's found a way in his church to do that. You know, and we do that here. And believe me, it's messy. It's hard. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but like, it's worth it. Because I mean, God moves in powerful ways through spiritual gifts. Yeah. And, and you have to be willing and you, and, and gosh, I mean, some of it's just laziness. Like you don't want to have to correct issues yeah. with them. You yeah. need to. Yeah. It's hard. 
you know, I was hard. I was talking to Sierra last night. Actually, I was like doing doing ministry in in our spirit filled or I don't even want to say like our charismatic church is is the hardest I've ever had to do ministry. Right. It's hard in the sense. I mean, obviously, it's empowered by God. It's it's hard in the sense that you're constantly having to do things that are very uncomfortable. It requires a lot. <laughs> you know, you but, have to correct people that you love when they but, do something wrong. But isn't it also the most powerful ministry? It's the most powerful ministry because we have given it a trellis to grow on. Right. It, it, we have given it a, a, a framework. You know, and so if there are cessationists listening to this, I want to I want to implore you yes. from the depths of my heart. I love you, but you. That like I would would you be willing to reconsider your stance on cessationists? Would you be willing to look at the difference between biblical teaching and the teaching of man on this subject? Because no one, uh, Jamie. Well, we this you said something similar to this about Calvinism, but no one from Scripture walks away with the idea of cessationism. You don't get cessationism by reading the Bible. It has to be taught. If anything, and Sam Storrs says this, people will say, well, you know, after when the after the early church peaked, uh, the spiritual gifts sort of fall, uh, fell off. But you don't see that in Scripture. You see spiritual gifts crescendoing, mm-hmm. like going up in mm-hmm. greater use. Mm-hmm. And the Bible even teaches, like, look, there's going to be false prophets. That's right. There's going to be false miracles and signs. But the false proves the existence of the of real. The real. Why like, would there be rampant, just why would all of the miracles of the end times be fake? Well, there's no counterfeit $112 bills. Yes. There's only counterfeit $100 bills. $112. Because there's no $112 bill. <laughs> yeah. Like you only counterfeit what's real. So the counterfeit proves the real. And so yeah. I've, I've had discussions with people who are like, yeah, it's fake. Mir- this miracle's fake. This is fake. I'm like, okay, well, if it's fake, if it's the devil, then he's counterfeiting what's real. So can you name for me a real instance of spiritual gift? And they can't because they're just dismissing the whole thing. Like, I know the exact year that spiritual gift ceased. Okay, you ready? <laughs> One teen, one t one. One teen, one t one. That's when it all. <laughs> That's when it, it all went out. Just God just cut the switch off. Well, I would recommend a couple of books if yes. you're a cessationist and you're listening. Uh, the power, the power, practicing the power by Sam Storms. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a minister, is really good. It's about how to incorporate spiritual gifts into a corporate worship setting. Mm-hmm. Very good. Theologically, now I'm warning you. This is a big, fat, hairy book. Okay. Um, but it's it's called um, oh and now I can't remember it. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's there is a defense of um, spiritual gifts. Oh my gosh! Is it Sam Storm? No, it's not. he has an article in it, and uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll look it so up. So while you're looking that up, okay. I'll have another recommendation. Again, if you come from the sort of Baptist, Presbyterian, or Reform perspective. Um, and you want someone that's in your camp that is teaching about spiritual gift from about spirit, the use of supernatural spiritual gifts from your perspective. Again, Sam Storms has a a new book. It's called Understanding Spiritual Gifts: A Comprehensive oh, good, Guide. Good. So he's taken every article he's ever inserted, um, and in into edited forms and put it all in one place. Fantastic. Okay, so here's the book I was just talking about. It's it's a play on John MacArthur's Strange Fire. Oh, <laughs> it's called Strangers to Fire. Yeah, and it's a bunch of articles and essays by scholars. These these are con- these are continuationist. Continuationist mm-hmm. is that the gifts continue versus ceasing and cessationism. Um, it's it's essays by continuationists, and I, at the very least, read the opening one by Mark Rutland. It's a yeah. mic drop. Yeah. It's it's a complete mic drop. And so Strangers to Fire, I'm warning you, it's a huge book. It's very scholarly, very the- theological, but 
if you read that book, there will be zero doubt that gets to the spirit of four today. And I would just recommend as well, man, the very last verse of first Corinthians chapter 14, there's two verses, there's summary statements. And he says this. So my brothers, this is uh first uh, Corinthians 14, 39. So my brothers earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. Any church that forbids speaking in tongues is not following what scripture says. Yeah. And then for balance, the very next verse says, but all things should be done decently and in order. Hey, Pentecostals, any church that's not doing things decently and in order, you're not being biblical either. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Well, dang, that's a good way to to wrap that up. I, that's just something that's been on my heart recently. Just I've seen uh, more of an uptick in uh, cessationist articles and John MacArthur. There's a movie. There's a movie <laughs> documentary coming out called Cessationist or Cessationism. It's like, you know what? I don't believe that movie's for today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, let's move on into a new segment that I'm going to have to throw over to Jamie because he just texted me this morning and said, let's do it. Uh, uh, did we name it How Great Is Our Pod? <laughs> How Great Is Our Pod? Okay, so this is this might be a huge embarrassing failure that we have to cut, okay? Yeah. But I, I was just thinking, like, we were like, what Those segment should we do? And I thought, let's let's write a worship song. Yeah. Live. Okay. From scratch. Okay. Um, Give me a G progression. Yes, in G, in the key of G, <laughs> um, and and then uh, and we could just call it "How Great Is Our Pod." Sing with me, "How Great Is Our Pod." Um, so I have here my and Phoenix. You are obviously uh, you are more than welcome to throw some ideas out. Um, All right, and I've got we my. You shouldn't do this. That's my uh, <laughs> my first. No, I'm just kidding. So it's the key of G. Me, 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 me. Wow, you gotta. All right. So, all right. So, will you be our note taker, Eric? Yes. So, um, so a, a good worship song. It needs to be in a singable key. G is a great. So we're just gonna put it in the key of G, and 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 you can't have more than four chords. Okay. Uh, because that's just is forbidden. So we're going. What are we tis, doing? G, C, A minor, D, or something? Uh, e minor, A minor, D. Those okay. are going to be. Yeah, we can pull from those, but don't you dare, don't you dare get another chord besides those. And um, it, a good worship song. It needs to be that mid tempo, about 108 beats per minute. Just a. Oh, that's too fast. It's like a. Literally what I just did with my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So before we before we get going, I want you guys to know that that Jamie is in his element right now. And he's going to start <laughs> probably being rude and barking orders yes. at us um, because he's God. a regionally renowned <laughs> artist. Okay. All right, let's do this, man. All right. So um, what do we want to say? What do we want to so say? It starts off. Do you want to kind of mimic the song a little bit? Uh, no, no, we're just, no, we're doing, we're just doing off the scratch. All right. The, so okay. here we are. Imagine. Okay. You're all gathered together. Is this a serious worship song or is this like a spoof? Oh, let's do a little bit of both. Okay. And so, <laughs> so we're all, we're all in a darkened room. Fog is going. All right. So pour your honey on me, Lord. Okay. Do, okay. Write that down. <laughs> hit my vape real quick. <laughs> pour your honey on me, Lord. Switch to the next one. Bef because it's you that I adore. 
Oh, so good. Yeah, take that down. So, pour your honey on me, Lord. Ooh. It's your, what did you say? It's because it's you that I adore. I got the next one. Got me weeping on the floor. Spilled some coffee on my <laughs> shirt. Something, something but about you, hurt. But you take away the hurt. Okay, yeah. But you take away the hurt. But you take away the hurt. All right, so now you always need a little pre-chorus. Um, to, you, you don't want to get to the chorus right away. So you go something like this. So we're waiting on you now. <laughs> this seems like cheating. <laughs> and then you just repeat the same melody, um, but you, you you rhyme with with now. So would you come and show us how? All right, you got that written down. Would you come? Us this how, is why yeah. I don't listen to Caleb. Show us how. Okay. All right, before we get to the course, let's just go over this again. Okay, so, so for your honey. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. So one, two, three, four. <laughs> Pour your honey on me, Lord. Because it's you. We need to do something with that. Because it's, 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 it's you. Because yeah. it's you that I adore. You have to, you have to do cause spelled C-O-Z. Okay. Because. Ca- no, not because. Cause. This is Jamie Young and Free. <laughs> okay, so. Pour your honey on me, Lord. Yes. Lord, Lord. Lord. Pour your honey on me, Lord. Yeah. Because it's you that I adore. Spilled some coffee on my shirt. On my shirt. But you take away the hurt. Yeah, all right, pre-chorus, here we go. So we're waiting on you now. There we go, that sounds good to me. Yeah, good enough. Would you come to show us how? We want to know. Okay, okay, so now it's time for the chorus. And you hear the bill that I want. So yeah. would you come to show us how? So here's the chorus, right? Okay. Here's the big moment. Now, <laughs> in order for it to be a good worship song, there's going to have to be an O or a yeah. Oh, at some point. Yeah, let's do both. <laughs> okay, okay. But we just introduced the song at oh, this yeah. church. And the best oh, part yeah. of the song is the chorus that goes, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Actually, that's the best part. So, okay, so, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you clean up all my mess. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. Oh, yeah. I will worship you today. And then, and okay. No, no. Now you've got to clinch this. So you've got to have a hook. This is the main point. Hold on. Before we keep going, so it's, oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. Or no, no, no. You clean up my mess. You, uh, you clean up my mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you are the best. All right, there we go. Then, then we did oh yeah again, right? Best oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but, but what do we? But, What's sad is this is going to end up being it's like pretty, it's p- pretty good. It's pretty yeah. fire. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so 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 the chorus. One, two, three, four. Oh yeah. What's the line? You I'll have clean the up my oh. mess. Oh, <laughs> you clean oh, up all my mess. Yeah. yeah. 
Lord, you clean up all my mess. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. Oh, yeah. What's the lyric? No, we were going into it. Oh. Um, Lord, I worship you. Ooh. And now, okay, now here's our big moment. <laughs> it needs to be a deep line here. Okay, so what's, let's just dig for this. We can, get, we can pull from, le- no, we already did drip And honey. we need to, we need to, yeah. oh, well, let's bring it back to honey. Uh, okay. Lord, put honey on my eyes. You are my honey dew. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, no, that's not you good. You are my sunshine. My sunshine. Oh, my my only honey shine. Um, Lord. Oh. Lord, you sweeten all I do. Oh, okay, there we go. Gold. Lord, you sweeten all my dew. Because you are my honeydew. No, no, you sweeten sweet. all I do. You Lord, don't sweeten you, my dew. Sweeten. You sweeten he's all not, sweeten He's not all messing I with do. your soda. Do. Lord, you're like crisp. No, no, that's all, that's all we need. That's all we need. Okay, okay so read the lyrics again. So, oh, yeah. Lord, you clean up all my mess. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. best. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Lord, I worship you. And then, and then the last line is, Lord, you sweeten, sweeten all I do. I do. All right, let's just sing that together. Okay, one, <laughs> two, ready, chorus. Oh, yeah. Lord, you clean up all my mess. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. Oh, yeah. Lord, I worship you. Cause you sweeten all I do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go ahead and make it number one on the charts, guys. All right, let's do it from the top. Okay, okay so top? it's pour okay. honey. Pour your honey on me, Lord, because it's you that I adore. Spilt some coffee on my shirt, but you take away the hurt. Okay. Okay, and then the pre-chorus is... So we're waiting on you now. Would you come to show us how? <laughs> okay. I'm going to have trouble with the pre-chorus, so y'all help me on that. All right, that's all right. We'll do our best. Okay, so <laughs> right. imagine... So here, here we go. Here's the nice... So there's a kick drum going too. Pour your honey on me, Lord. Lord. Cause it's you that I adore. Spilled some coffee on my shirt. Oh, on my shirt. But you take away the hurt. Yeah, taking it up. So we're waiting on you now. Yeah, that's good, Eric. You're doing it, man. Would you come to show us how? Oh, yeah. Lord, you clean up all my mess. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you are the best. Oh, yeah. Lord, I worship you. Because you sweeten all I do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, lift your hands and praise. Oh, man, praise give him, him praise. Praise him, him church. <laughs> Wow. So was that good or sacrilegious or both? Uh, I think it was good. I'm going to give it a good. <laughs> it's funny because that's going to be playing on K-Love in about four weeks. We need to like copyright, copyright, trademark, however that works. File it's already it. copyrighted. Okay, it's, sweet. Yeah, it's copyrighted the moment you write it. Boom. Right, nice. Done. Copy. Is that like a rule or something? It is. Copywritten. Oh, nice. All right. Wow. 
I'm I'm feeling feeling the Holy Ghost right now. Sorry, cessationists. I feel him. I'm getting God bumps. <laughs> All right, so transitioning into our next segment, if you're if you if you had to pull over on the side of the road and just um, do business with the Lord, um, <laughs> we you know just keep doing your thing. Pause it right now, okay? Because we're about to go into our weird news segment where we uh, pull up <laughs> a weird news article and react live. All right, hit here us with we it, go. Jamie. What All you right, got? I got dude? one for you. This is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> I could see us doing this. I okay. could see how it works into worship eventually too. Montenegrins, okay, those are people from Montenegro. Montenegro vie for record in lying down contest. Uh, that's what it sounds like a not American pastime. Lying down, yeah. So let me read this to you. This is uh, from Montenegro, September seventh. So this is a little bit ago. Seven competitors lying down on mats are vying for the coveted title of laziest citizen ah. after smashing <laughs> the previous record in a satirical contest held annually in a holiday resort in northern Montenegro. They haven't met my aunt. <laughs> They haven't met your dog. Yeah. <laughs> a lying down record of 117 hours was set at last year's contest in the resort village of Bresna. But as this year's competition entered a 20th day what? on Thursday, the remaining contestants said they were determined to, to keep get going. bed sores. I know, right? Here's a good quote. All of us feel good, excellent, and there are no health problems. They are pampering us. All we have to do is remain lying down, said 2021 champion uh, Dubraka Asik, age 38. <laughs> Dubraka Asik. Okay, and I take issue. They called him champion. I mean, Sponsored by, hey, who's the sponsor, Jamie? We Asics, are the, the shoe company. <laughs> He's sponsored by Pampers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, these dudes have been sitting in a diaper for 20 like they days. Have to, they, they have to have a diaper on, right? Ugh, the contest know. was launched in the tiny Adriatic country 12 years ago to mock popular myth that labels Montenegrins as lazy. Because that's the first thing that comes to mind. The first thing that comes to mind when I hear Montenegro, and I'm like, where's that? Uh, the seven remaining contests, uh, contestants from a starting field of 21 had been lying down for 463 hours. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, so what region is that? Is that Mediterranean? Montenegro. Google knows. Uh, like, I'm just trying to get a good accent to use. How do we know they're telling the truth and not... Lying. Well, uh, it, uh, nice, nice. The rules stipulate that standing or sitting are considered a violation on grounds for and grounds for immediate it's disqualification. In the Balkans. The Balkans. So, well, it said Adriatic, yeah. So next to Serbia. So they're ooh, very, ooh. oh Sarajevo, Croatia. So they they are laying down on mat <laughs> on for <laughs> many, many hours. <laughs> All right, now, th this is important information we're just now getting to. Contestants are allowed to have 10 minutes every eight hours to go to the toilet. Every eight hours? 10 minutes every what? eight hours. Competitors also can read and use cell phones and laptops. Ah, uh, yes, I catch up on latest news. <laughs> I, watch, I watch Instagram here's for the, 12 here, hours a day. Here's, here's, the final, here's the final quote from our champion. Uh, we have everything we need here. Company is fantastic. Time goes by quickly. That sounds fun. They're like, hey, I'm very hungry. Can someone bring me double cheeseburger? That's that's <laughs> cheeseburger with two pieces meat. <laughs> uh, so, so to me, I thought about lying prostrate in worship, right? Yeah, I wasn't. 
I was like, I was like, don't lie, prostate scrolling, like <laughs> what? Prostrate, Phoenix. Prostrate, prostrate. Okay. Well, that's how you say that. Just laying, <laughs> just laying down I've flat. Been prostate this entire time. <laughs> I bet um, you have. Anyway, yeah, I don't know if I could. I mean, I feel like anybody could. People have been in comas longer. <laughs> but they turn people in comas. But these people can turn. They can turn. Yeah, Dude, they can move. Find your like. Is there a cash prize? You know, I didn't say that there was a prize. I didn't see. If there's a prize, if you have a family member that's in a coma, roll them out there. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Roll them out. Do you there. have to be conscious to enter the contest? If I so, mean, they have to sleep at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't like want to forget where you are and wake up. Yeah, all of a wake up and, and sit get up. up. Yeah, oh, that would up. suck. That disqualify you. Yeah, that's it. Like strap me down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Jamie, I don't know about this one, man. I think it really just kind of feeds the oh. the trope against Montenegrin. Okay, here I apologize. I skipped this uh, part. There is a prize. Um, there is a one thousand euro prize. Which is just that's not that's not even that's a like a thousand and thirty dollars US. A thousand seventy. Thousand seventy at the time yeah, of I this. don't I don't know about that, Jamie. I don't think that's worth it. I mean, you gotta how long do you have to lay down to break the record? And how much could you have made in a week working? You, you have to do it. You have to do it to to do it like just cause like you won't believe what I did, kids. Damn, yeah. I don't want to tell my kids I laid down for three hundred hours. Right? right. Yeah, it's not for the money. You don't do it for the money. Yeah, you do it to uh, at a certain point it's not lazy though. It does take determination. And technically, it's working if there's payment at the end. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't but, know. But man. think about so so a thousand dollars. What was it? Four hundred and sixty-three hours was yeah. that what they said? And so, you're being pampered. So a thousand. So a thousand dollars. I'm bringing out my trusty calculator here. It's it's in euros, right? It's not like in well, like some sort of rounding. Balkan money. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> like just, seventy U.S. dollars. So if you win. You're being paid just over two dollars an hour. Oh, that's awful! <laughs> that's awful. Do you at least get like a sleep number mattress or something afterwards? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. And is laying down? Can you do physical activity? I guess not. Like, can you can't do push-ups or anything? I, you so know, you can't sit up or stand. Sounds like we need to go to Montenegro and find and out. Find out. It sounds like. The, do they have cheering? Do you have like people cheering for you? Like make signs like. Woo! Hey, lay down real good, buddy. <laughs> lay down good. They just sit there and cheer you for like Get comfy. 20 hours hey, do nothing. Yeah. I yeah. And you have like favorites like you're cheering, you're cheering for one guy over another. You cannot do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the from the Adam Sandler. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. <laughs> so I heard that they're actually the government's trying to shut it down, but um they released a statement and said that they're not going to take it lying down. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna, gonna take, take it. it. In fact, we're not gonna do anything. Yeah, that's uh, wow, American ingenuity right there. Or that's not American. It's not American. Montenegrin <laughs> ingenuity. I think it's funny they did it to make fun of the fact that Montenegrins are lazy by reinforcing. By reinforcing, well, like, I like, like that. It's like They're... American hot dog eating contests. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's like oh, you think we're gluttonous? Yeah, we'll, we'll show you. you. Know Watch most this. of those guys have a genetic deformity that allows them to their stomach to expand. Like really, yeah. Like the the dudes that are winners have a the 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 Japanese guy that was like a star for doing like yeah. He's like dogs. super skinny too. Yeah, he's super skinny, but it's because his stomach stretches. It's like a genetic it's more elastic, thing. more elastic, and he can just sit there and do it. So wow, oh that was fun. Well, we're gonna go uh, lay down <laughs> now. Um, we're gonna, very tired. We have to write an entire worship song. We're gonna go lay down, write more worship songs while practicing spiritual. I gifts. think we call it a day. Yeah. I think we've preached the gospel. I think we've tried to 
we we've tried to correct doctrine and we wrote a worship song. Like Dude, submit that to the trustees. Winning. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, it's time for a nap. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for not the sermon. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. I, I feel like I should have joined you when you said not the sermon. I was waiting for it. That's why I put I it wasn't ready. Right. Do it again. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for joining us for Not, Not the, the sermon. sermon. See you next time. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Victory Fellowship Church in Thomasville, Georgia. Eric and Jamie can be reached at emailing notthesermon at gmail.com. Gracious and compassionate, wasn't it?